Well, my eyes are still swollen. My nose is still running. My eyes are still watering because allergies. Just like the Brendan episode, I, I still got them. It sucks. I have sneezing fits where I seriously think I'm about to die. It's no fun, man. Please, just send summer. Send send the summertime because that means the bees and all the pollen and stuff is all gone. Well, I mean, the bees are still around, but it's not as much pollination. All that stuff is done. I can breathe again. I can see again. Welcome to this episode of Across the Pond. Not stranger than Christian, but Across the Pond. Today, I get to speak with Christian. Christian is actually the gentleman that I got the idea for this podcast from. He runs his own podcast, Stranger Than Christian, and I actually found his podcast through a forum that he put on Reddit, just like most people that are on this show, I'm pretty sure all people that are on this show find the forum on Reddit. I pretty much stole Christian's idea and kind of spun it a little bit to, to be my own podcast. And I tell him that. He knows that. It's not It's not a secret. I mean, it's really similar. But uh, this was really fun. We talk about podcasting the whole time. And it was very informative. Christian, you're an awesome guy. Thank you for being chill. For one, letting me steal your idea. And two, honestly, just being a really nice person to talk to. And be able to, you know, bounce ideas off of with podcasting. And just kind of how to, how to do stuff. And I wish you the best in your endeavors. Hey, you there? can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Awesome, I sure can. Awesome, sweet. How you doing? Excellent. How's it going? It's going well, thanks. It was one of those days where it was nice and rainy and cloudy, and it was just beautiful. Lucky you. We got seven inches of snow over here. Uh, see, we got that this past weekend, which is unheard of for the Seattle area. I gave myself a total snow day today. I didn't shovel a damn thing. It all came down. It's still there. I'll do it tomorrow. I did not. I was not feeling it today, so I stayed in and played Mario for most of the day. Hey, I respect that. Are you getting hit with a huge cold wave or cold front or whatever that's going through the states? I think the whole country is. Right now we're getting, I guess, our share of it. I don't I haven't really been following the path of it, but it's it's over now for the most part, I believe. I think there's like a chance of flurry tomorrow, but other than that, I think we're I think we're through the worst of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw a, a weather map or a heat map or whatever it's called of the US a couple of days ago. And it was kind of funny because the East Coast and the West Coast, you know, depending on, of course, where you're at, you know, like, say, California or Florida, you know, is anywhere from 30 to 50, maybe even 70. But then the central United States, it, you know, everything Midwest was just minus 20, minus five. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, man, how do you live out there like that? It's that's torture. I can't do that. Yeah, there's just a huge chunk of blue going through the middle. Drop yeah, of the middle of the country. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Just disgusting. Yeah, I, I think you said though that um, it, it's uh, you're, it's a little cold out where you are. If you don't snow, is it gonna like start melting and stuff, or is it still cold enough to to stay? It will probably melt. Yeah, I, I would give it like two or three days. It, but typically, that's how it goes over here. I, I a couple years ago we had three feet of snow, and that took a while to get rid of. But yikes! More often than not, yeah, a couple days it'll be it'll be a distant memory. Gotcha. What's like average snowfall and stuff over there? I have no clue, actually. Oh. I have no, it's it's enough, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have my numbers here. I'd have to go back to the lab. No, that's totally fine. Uh, I used to live in Montana, and so I can remember, you know, where sometimes we get a foot, and then as soon as it snowed, it would stay like that until February or March, whenever it melted. So I was just kind of curious if you guys always had, you know, like a foot and a half or two feet or something like that. 
No, that three the three feet back in 2016 was the only big one that I remember. I've only been here for like 10 years or so, a, mm. a little less than 10 years. But I want to ask you something. As yeah. a fellow podcaster, I want to get your opinion on something. I want to run something by you if I could. Yeah, of course. All right. Let me tell you something that's going on with my show. Okay. So I was on the radio in New York every week, every Monday at two o'clock in the morning, which is like not the best time slot. And I thought that like, hey, it'd be really late at night. People would listen to it. People would like discover it as they're like listening. You know how everybody listens to the Internet radio at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and and uh, long story short, that didn't happen. So I'm cutting ties with the station as of a couple weeks from now. Oh, so shoot. I'll do my last I'll do my last episode there, but then it'll continue, you know, on all the streaming stuff. So I do this thing on my Patreon where every week, in addition to the episode, Episode that's on streaming you can hear just the unedited footage from every recording session okay. so every um and every time something you know falls off my wall and i have to pick it up or uh, just any any little mistake i just leave it i just leave it all in no ads no nothing now i'm not going to be on the radio anymore so i don't really have to edit my thing anymore yeah. do you think it's a it's an icky or dishonest practice to edit my show and still put out the unedited version on my Patreon, knowing that because I'm on streaming, I don't have to edit the thing anymore. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a good question. The way that I do things, and, and I'll kind of run you through how I do things, and then maybe that will hopefully answer your question. Um, you know, so you and I kind of have the same format, if you will. You know, it's kind of just like talk to a stranger and then, you know, it just, you put it out. Of course, with you being with the radio and then soon cutting ties, which, by the way, I don't know if that's a good thing, but congrats, I guess. You know, at least you're yeah, taking... Good. Yeah, that's it's good. I had to. I was paying dues to the station every month to air the show, and oh. so I'm taking that money and reinvesting it in promoting the streaming. Because oh, that's another thing I should mention. So I ran the numbers. It turns out, guess how many listeners I've had on this station since the show started? I'm going to guess very few. Zero. Really, Not a single person listened to the show at 2 a.m. on a Monday. Wow. Which, which was way beyond. I, I thought maybe a couple people would, but in light of that, I'm not paying to be on this station. Get the hell out of here. So yeah. I'm, I'm redivesting funds. <laughs> no, I think that's smart. I, th I think it's good that you're taking that into your own, own hands. So first of all, congratulations. You know, Thank I mean, you. that's such a weird thing too. Cause you know, like I feel the radio, even though you're paying them to like be able to broadcast it, I feel like it's also kind of on them to promote it in a way to where it kind of, you know, somewhat draws attention. Because, I mean, yes, you're paying them. Do they run ads or anything to where they might get some sort of revenue from it? Well, they operate sort of the way PBS does, how there's sort of an independent, you know, free spirit radio station, every dollar helps, that kind of thing. So, yeah, every so every show has a commercial every episode of mine has a commercial for the station where i talk about what they do and you know if you want to donate whatever to the station which doesn't really do a lot of things for me trying to do this full time and make some kind of money out of this thing you know a little bit um but i get the way they do things but it just wasn't suiting you know what i was doing which i should also clarify that i am i started this show really like three years ago i did a couple episodes and then i fell out of it and then in the pandemic i sort of revived the idea mm -hmm. um money was never the object it just while i'm home and i'm working really hard to do this thing what the hell it's maybe you know do something yeah uh so kind of back to your original question what i do with this 
uh, is I don't, I try to edit this as little as possible. There are a few things, like for example, there's an episode that's actually going to be coming out within the next week or two um, where I talked with this person and they asked me to take out like a, an entire section of what we talked about because they feel like that could um, jeopardize some sort of, uh, some sort of thing to be able to, to where people can like find out who they are. Because apparently this thing that this person has done uh, is really easy to track. And I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, to be honest, like not to downplay that, but I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So like, I'm going to cut out that chunk. But other than that, like, I never cut out anyone's name unless if they tell me to. And like I say that in the email, I'm like, hey, you know, like if you want me to cut out names or cities or whatever, just like let me know. But no one said anything. So I leave all the ums and the breaths and the long pauses and stuff in my episodes. I don't really edit them out uh, because I feel like that adds some sort of authenticity, if you will, or maybe some sort of. I'm not sure what another word would be, but, you know, it kind of adds a little bit of like, I'm listening to this conversation without some sort of fabrication. You know, there's right. no... Well, I think authenticity is a good word for it. Yeah. When I explain, because I do the same thing, you know, when I when I first had the idea for the show, I, I listened to a couple of podcasts that were kind of doing what I thought I wanted to do. And I sort of made a list in my head of the things about it that I didn't like. And one of them was, yes, it sounded very processed. It sounded very rehearsed. It sounded very uh, professional. And I guess sounding professional isn't a bad thing. I think the show, my show sounds better now than it used to. But yes, leaving in all the little hiccups and ums and all that. The way I explain it, you know, when you're meeting somebody for the first time, it doesn't always go well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll forget you're holding a cup of coffee and you'll look at your watch and you'll spill your coffee on the street in front of you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll you'll stumble over your own words. Sometimes you realize you have a booger in your nose. There's like all kinds of things that could happen. And so leaving those things in for me is the equivalent of letting those regular human moments occur. And they even shape the conversation in certain ways, you know? Yeah. And like, so kind of, and I don't want to sound like some sort of, weird suck up or anything but you know like i have listened to your show in the past um and i say that not because i don't enjoy it but because the app that i use never updates your episodes so it, the hell app are you using? I, i'm using an app called pocket casts it's just one that i've always used and it, it's really weird how it how it works sometimes because like every other uh a podcast that i subscribe to updates and yours will sometimes update but then it will Unupdate. So, for example, racist. I, I dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking at it because after you and I had our talk back in, I think it was like October or something like that. I was curious, you know. I was like, oh, you know, I want to see when my episode's coming out. And I would keep looking. I was like, why does it look like he's not adding episodes? But then I would look on like Spotify or something, and they were updating. I was like, that's really weird how it's not being updated on this app. And then one day I looked at it, and then it just all of a sudden updated. I closed the app went back into it and then it unupdated and i was like wait how does the that work they, the hell are they doing to my show i don't know but they're really Pocket jipping cat, you over there i think and 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 you know i i i try not to be overly dramatic and i try not to be overly emotional but i think <laughs> the time is now to hang the owner of pocketcasters from the rafters by their ankles yes i agree that with this you this is a public call to action yeah it, it's so weird i mean like i said i have tried to listen once you know it actually updates but i really do enjoy your uh your show um i kind of lost my train of thought where i was going but um we were talking about leaving the hiccups in and not editing and yes yes um i i like how your show um it 
and I'm going to be honest with you. I want to be frank with you. I kind of liked how your show used to be before you went to the radio. When you went to the radio, it 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 seemed um, like the the professionalism and the production quality did seem to it, it sounded better. But I liked the authenticity and the um, I guess genuineness, if that's even a word, um, of kind of like your older format, because, you know, there were more ums, there were more, you know, pauses and stuff. There were more, um, blips or hiccups, if you will. And, and I like that person. That's just me though, because I like authentic conversations. Like, okay, we- well, all right, well, let's explore that because that's exactly what I was afraid of when I started editing the damn show. And I used to tell them, I hate editing the show. And they, yeah. one of the first things they said was, let's keep it to 59 minutes. And that's, a, that'll give us a perfect time to get into a commercial after you. I hate that. I hate taking stuff out of my show. So yeah. what to, so in your opinion, what contributed to the authenticity of it? Was it, was it just the ums? Was it just the the little words and blips and, and stuff that people would usually take out? Was it the sound quality? Was it the idea that sometimes I get really close to the mic like this and it's like really fuzzy? <laughs> like, was it that kind of thing? So the one thing that I personally, again, this is just me, you know, like I could be speaking just for myself and no one else. Um, but I don't mind if you get really close, you know, like if, if there's like a little bit of like peaking, like that doesn't bother me too much. You know, like I know a lot of people who are like audiophiles and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and they blah, blah, blah. But I like the ums. I like the pauses. Um, when you were editing for the radio, you had a couple times to where, um, you would kind of like stop the conversation and go for like an ad break or whatever, which makes sense. You know, you're on a radio or it sounded like an ad break, maybe, uh, excuse me, maybe uh, voice crack, but it, you know, like you would play a little bit of music for like 15 or 20 seconds or whatever it was. And then you would get back into it. Like that's, of course, you know, it's a radio show. So you have to add that. But I almost liked, you know, when you, uh, before you went to the radio because you were able to just kind of have that long, you know, hour, whatever it was, conversation without a lot of breaks. I think that's the one thing that I like in listening to certain shows is like there's no breaks a lot of the time, uh, but right. that's just me. Well, that leads me back to my moral dilemma that I brought up a little while ago. So <laughs> I don't have to do that anymore. I don't but think so. if I'm not doing that anymore, what the hell are people going to get on my Patreon? I don't, I, don't, I don't have the energy to do another show right now. I, I tried it. I tried it this week. I did one test episode. I hopped on a website called Omegle, which is like, remember chat roulette back in the day where you just Dude. get randomly connected to yeah, a- Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I went on Omegle for an hour and I talked to whoever popped up. And it was fun. I talked to like this kid who was like 15 years old. He was like a semi-professional boxer. I talked like, I talked to, oh my God, this like architecture student from Thailand. Like it was awesome. And what I liked about it was that it was all contained like in one show Hmm. and I sent it to people and some people really liked it. And then some people didn't. And I Hmm. think that where I'm like where I'm landing on that particular idea, because I was going to do that once a week for everybody on Patreon. I think where I'm landing on that particular idea is it goes against what I think the core concept of my show is. It's one person getting to know them for a period of time by which at the end, you'll feel like you know them too. If I'm talking to people for like seven minutes at a time, yeah, it might be interesting to figure out who they are, but there's nothing lasting there. It's not, it's very tenuous and temporary. Yeah. And so I don't think I'm going to do that. But then what the hell do I do? Yeah, that's a good question. What I have come up with, so like, of course, you know, this is kind of small and like I, I've been thinking about Patreon and stuff and I, I, I've like started it, but I haven't really promoted it or anything. But what I came up with, and this is, 
you know, just me spitballing. I came up with a thing to where like, depending on the tier, you know, that you, I don't I don't know, not donate, but subscribe to, I guess, you know, like you could ask a question and that question will be asked across, you know, one or two or three episodes. But, yeah, see, I have that and nobody, and nobody's hmm. done that. I only have seven subscribers, okay. so I should clarify that. And two of them are related to me, so, but, <laughs> but nobody's done that yet. Hmm. I had a, th- oh, here's an idea. This is one that I thought would be kind of cool. I, I, I mean, I'm like, it almost be like a spoiler if you will, but, um, what you could do for at least one of the tiers is make like a calendar or something. And then whenever you schedule someone, just do the first name and the country that they're from. So people can kind of get an idea. I don't know. Maybe that's not a bit. Well, that's not a bad idea. I wonder if also, Hmm. What if at the end of every month I go live on YouTube? Cause I have, I have 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. I didn't even realize it. I don't, keep track, I don't keep track of my YouTube at all. And nice. I've had a channel for like 10 years um, at the end of every month. However many new subscribers I get in that month on Patreon, I will eat a hot dog. Mm, that'd be something. We 28 subscribers this week. Tune in. 28 hot dogs down the hatch. Holy cow. You should do something to where, like, let's just say you hit five. You know, like five is a hamburger. If you hit 10, 10 is like two spoonfuls of horseradish or something like that. And then the higher it goes, the worse it gets. Yeah. So yeah, I should just, I should just poison myself. (laughs) Yeah. Arsenic. (laughs) (laughs) Just shoot yourself, you know, just hit the, hit the arm a little bit, get that vein popping. Right. Shoot some heroin up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not, that's not hard to find in Pennsylvania. I got to tell you. Um, (laughs) I hope I'm not interrupting your flow. Do you have a set of questions that you ask or are you like me? Do you just go in and, and, and ask what you feel like asking as you listen to the conversation take shape? So I'm kind of like you. So <laughs> I want to tell you a little story, right? You ready? The, I don't know if this will be insulting or flattering, but I guess I'll find out. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so I actually found your show through Reddit. Uh, I saw you doing the posts or the uh, the posts is like, hey, you know, like if you want to be on a show, let me know. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I started listening. And so I was like, oh, you know, this is really cool. And the more I started listening to podcasts, the more I was like, I kind of want to do one my own. Uh, like I've always wanted to do one. I always thought it was fun to to talk to people, whether that be, you know, some friends and do, you know, some sort of podcast for whatever it is or talk to strangers, you know, like I just wanted to do one. I've always wanted to. And so when I started listening to yours, I was like, man, this concept is really cool. I like the concept of just cha- talking to someone, some random stranger for an hour and then just whatever comes up, comes up, you know, like that was really cool to me. And so I started uh, thinking kind of using your podcast as like a skeleton, if you will, to try and craft mine. Um, because I really liked the idea, you know, you were doing a great job at it. I was like, you know, I think I can do that too. And so what I did is I of course took your, um, idea of using the form. And so I was like, well, I don't want to copy it word for word. So, you know, there's a few questions, of course, that I, that I try to copy for sake of like, clarity like give me your email address what's your name what city are you from but then i also wanted to get a little more information because with your form you are very like i don't want to know anything besides your name you know maybe where you're from and your email address so i can get back to you um my form has a little bit more uh a, a few more questions because i'm the kind of person that i'm incredibly introverted and it's actually really hard for me to like just 
chat with someone for an hour, but I enjoy doing this. So it's like, whatever. But if I don't know a single thing going into a conversation, it's really hard for me just to kind of pull something out of my brain. Uh, it's just kind of how it works. And so um, I try to leave it as open as possible, but there are some times to where I'll just kind of be like, you know, for sake of time, let's move on. And then I'll ask something about, you know, your history or, you know, for example, I was talking to this gentleman from Ireland and he was talking to me about his uh, education and just, he, you know, he kept going on and on and on. And like, I really enjoyed what he was saying, but I was like, Hey, you know, like, I really enjoy what you're saying, but I'm kind of curious about your family history. Cause he was, he was hinting at that. So, you know, I kind of cut it there and then went into that. So, I mean, for the most part, I try and keep it, you know, as open as possible. But if there's a few things that I really want to know about you, just because it sounds incredibly interesting, or, you know, you maybe highlighted that in the form or something like that, that you sent in, then I'll try and craft it around that. Well, let me speak to all of that. First of all, I'm not insulted. I am flattered. Thank you for <laughs> seeing some value in it. I, I I appreciate that. And it's funny. I told my wife, I think it was it was earlier this week or maybe late last week that you emailed me back. I filled out the form a couple of weeks ago, mm -hmm. but you emailed me back and I said, hey, Cat, uh, I'm going to be on this guy's show. He uh, he talks to strangers like me. He does a thing where he talks for an hour and has not fill out a form. And, and my wife said, isn't that your show? And I said... <laughs> And, and she said, are you going to tell him he stole your show? And I said, no, he didn't steal. I didn't invent talking to people. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I was I was I, I was flattered. I, I noticed and I, I even mentioned in my application, I noticed the similarities in format. But I also have sound enough mind to know that this wasn't my idea to start. I mean, yeah. television and radio, if I could be a nerd for like half a second, of course. were were built on a foundation of conversation. Um, talk shows now are different than they used to be. Back in the 60s, 70s, even heading into the 80s, you could be on something like The Tonight Show, but you also had to be a good conversationalist. You had to be able to hold the conversation. And it wasn't as processed as it was today. I mean, now, if a celebrity goes on a talk show, the stories that you hear were already run by a segment producer, were already edited were for clarity and for and for content and you know to get right to the point of what they're saying. Um, it was much more free-flowing back in the day. So I was inspired by that type of programming when I thought of doing a show mm -hmm. like this. Um, so yeah, this was not my idea. 100%. And I, I've noticed a few people on Reddit have started to do this like, hey, I just want to talk to people. And I think that's great. I mean, when I when I when I first started doing this thing, I said, what if I just turn the microphone on? And the first word I say is hello. What happens after that? Mm. That's the show. So I'm 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 honored that you saw that in in my little thing here. So yeah. And, and like I said, I, I do my best to to not like copy it, you know, uh, you know, one for one, I, I, I try and change it up just enough to where it's something that's not, you know, like copy paste, because I, of course, don't want to take that away from you. You know, I'm not I'm not like that. Like, I would feel bad if I did that. No, no, no. It's it's totally fine until like until that patent comes in, then I'll see your ass in court. But until <laughs> then, have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, no, true. But it like it's such a it was such an interesting thing, you know, and, and like you said, you know, you didn't create it, you know, like you just kind of crafted it, if you will, the idea behind it all. But it is such a cool idea. Like who who thinks that, uh, you know, you're going to go on the Internet, you're going to put out, you know, a form and then people from all over the world are going to fill it out and you're going to have conversations with strangers that you never would have talked to beforehand if it wasn't for the Internet. Oh, man literally from all over the world yeah i reached a personal milestone within the past few weeks excuse me hold on one second 
I reached a personal milestone for myself within the past few weeks. I've now talked to somebody on every inhabitable continent on the planet. Wow. That's incredible to me. Yeah. I've been able to, I, I mean, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my closet right now, surrounded with styrofoam, with, with soundproof foam I bought on Amazon. And through this, I've been able to talk to, like you said, all these people about whom I would have never even knew that I would never have even known these people existed without mm-hmm. this channel of communication. And especially this year with the threat of feeling isolated and alone at your door 24 hours a day, the ability to give my wife a break from dealing with me for a little bit and coming in here <laughs> and, and making a show um, and then having it resonate with so many people, I mean, is, yeah. is incredible. Have you gotten much feedback from what you've been doing? So I get a lot of feedback in the moment. So I've talked to a decent number of people and a lot of them are like, I love this idea. I feel like you have a great voice, you know, and they just like flatter me. I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, like you make me feel good. But, um, like there are a lot of people that are like, yeah, this is like really good. You know, I really enjoy what you're doing. I've had a few people who are actually, um, like there's one guy that I can think of in particular. Uh, he came in and he sounded kind of dull. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, like cheered him up over the hour. And he's like, man, I actually really enjoy this. Thank you for making my day. Like I've, I've talked to people. Do Like I don't I don't want to flaunt or anything, but I, I feel like I should say flaunt, this. Man, it's your damn show. Flaunt all you want. <laughs> well, I, I try to be as humble as possible. And, and, and ah, when you hear flaunt. me say this and when you hear me say this, you're going to be like, oh, I, I see what he's saying. But like I, I've had conversations with people about like talking them out of suicide before on this show. And it's like that alone is, you know, what I do it for. You know, like I, I, I do it because I just want people to feel good. I want people to be happy. I want people to, you know, maybe talk about something that they're passionate about because they might not be able to talk with someone else because, you know, they're stuck in their home. Like, it's just fun. You know, I just want to make people's day. I want to make people happy. And I feel that a lot of the times after, you know, we're, we're done uh, uh, talking and stuff towards the end, people are like, yeah, you know, like that was really fun. Thank you so much. You know, like I wouldn't have, uh, you know, fill in whatever here, but like, I wouldn't have done that, you know, if it wasn't for you. So thanks. I'm like, you know what, brother, no problem. You know? Yeah. I mean, listen, for a, a for a show of this type, mission accomplished, right? I mean, oh, yeah. that's conversational therapy. That's, you know, one of the things, and, and I'm going to get back to the guy who wanted to kill himself before you talk to him. We're going to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, one of the things I realized as I was talking to more and more people was that there is this common I would I would almost refer to it as a basic need among humans to be listened to, to be accepted, mm-hmm. to be acknowledged, respected, congratulated for the things that, you know, for the things about themselves that they consider to be achievements. I mean, something that you and I do as podcasters might not be a significant achievement to somebody else, mm-hmm. but we want to communicate our joy in that way. And we want to be, like I said, acknowledged and respected. So, yeah. you know, when people have an hour to talk about themselves and to talk about themselves with somebody who is actively listening. They're not at work. This on a con- it's not a conversation that stops when a customer comes in. You're not like looking at your phone or you're you know looking at your Apple Watch while you're talking to them. You're not distracted. It's not a thing where you know you wish they'd go away. They're like, I am here to listen to you. Mm-hmm. You know, even like when I record my show, I use a web-based application to record my stuff and I name the room, the recording room after whoever I'm talking to. So to send mm. that link and to see that there's a room with their name on it, I think opens them up even before the microphone goes on. They know that this is a this is a situation that's like about me 
and them. Like right now, this is a very intimate thing that we're doing. And yeah. I don't remember, other than with my wife, I don't remember the last time I've experienced this level of intellectual intimacy. You know what I mean? No, I exactly. Yeah, like 100%. Because like, um, I don't know if you remember too much about me, but I'll just kind of reiterate it for the sake of the show. You know, like I, I remember, I remember all of that. Oh, me. thanks, man. Thanks. But, you know, like How's I work going. Oh, I, I was going to say I delivered for Amazon. It's going well. Um, but okay, you're still there. Oh, yeah, I'm still there. Good, uh, good, yeah, good, it, good. it's great. You know, like we had all the snow. And so the warehouse was, you know, giving us the shaft to make us deliver stuff. It was great. But, um, <laughs> you know, with with doing that, I'm by myself almost all day. You know, like I might see a coworker for like five minutes to help them out. And that's about it. So, you know, having a conversation like this is really, really good for me. You know, like, I mean, of course, I, I speak to my wife and everything. You know, that's great. And I, you you know, I love her, blah, blah, blah. Um, not to downplay that, but, and so on, but, you know, having a conversation, especially one that actually makes you think and makes you somewhat connect with someone, even if it is over a screen, you know, over the internet, like there's something about that, that we crave. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you say, you know, we pretty much crave community and we're, and that's been taken away from us because we can't go see people. Right. I'm interested to know how these shows will go outside of the context of a pandemic. I, I think I think and I hope that the value of this type of communication will continue to be seen even after it's, you know, optional to to, you know, to go out or stay in. Yeah. How did you if you don't mind me asking, how did you realize you had the ability to speak to people in a way that carries a conversation. I, you know, for me personally, it was watching a lot of TV when I yeah. was younger. I was really into game shows. And the, one of the main roles of a game show host is to coax funny or interesting things out of ordinary people. So that's, I, 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 all my life I said, I, I wanted to do that. Yeah. So how did you realize that you had that ability to do that? <laughs> um, so the the short answer because if i wanted to answer that 100% truthfully and honestly or like honest to the, like the best of my ability like members or like trying to remember something i would say a uh, short answer that i just kind of had to do it um because what happened is the very first episode that i did i actually talked with someone in a community that i'm in and i woke up early one morning this gentleman lives in the uk and I talked to him for 45 minutes or an hour and I just had to be conversational. Um, I'm definitely the kind of person that understand, like um, I, I said this when we talked, but I, it's not that I'm socially awkward. It's just like, I don't really necessarily want to talk to a lot of people. Uh, it's not something that I go out and seek, which is 100% against what this show is, but this is, I feel like different than real life talking to people kind of it, it, it that sounds so weird to say and like I'm, I'm not sure how to explain it any better um but i kind well, of I, just... I understand what you're saying this is yeah. a more organic forum like i said earlier it's not conversation because there's nothing else to do yeah like you and i talking right now and you learning about me and me learning about you is why we are here exactly that happens very rarely these days out in the world yeah um and so i think that i just kind of had it i think i just always had it in me uh, I don't know how to say that, or maybe I just tricked myself into doing it. Um, you know, I, I had questions like kind of backed up in my mind. So when we hit, uh, when someone hits a point, you know, and it just, the conversation kind of dies or it's, it, I feel like, you know, it's just kind of dragging on. I'll just ask the next question. I mean, it, 
I, I'm not too sure how else to answer that other than, you know, I just felt like I kind of had to do it, especially if I wanted to do a show about this. Yeah, it sounds like you kind of just threw yourself in the pool and hoped you could swim. Well, I mean, in a sense, yes. I was always pretty good at get my um, one of my high school teachers, um, my speech teacher. Uh, he would always say, like, you know, you're pretty good at public speaking. And like, I, I felt comfortable in front of my class giving speeches and stuff. And so I didn't feel like this was much different, except it's just on a different scale. So. Sure. Well, I would even argue that, you know, and and I'm not I'm not talking about myself right now, but I am talking about you. This type of programming and this type of broadcasting is much more daring. I mean, I did an interview once. I guess I'm going to talk about me now for a second. No, of but course, please. I, I did an interview once um, about the show with uh, with another radio station um, in New York. It was a written interview. And she said, um, talking to people without any notes or preparation is like doing trapeze without a net. And that stuck in my head. I said, holy God, I want to, de- yeah, 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 that's what I want to do. Like that, that to me sounds fun. Who wants to like prepare a list of questions and, you know, make sure you hit all the points. And I, I did an episode with a person who, and, and I, I'm still, I did this episode. I recorded it about a month and a half ago. I'm still not sure if I'm going to use it. Really? But it was a person who was the first transgender person to skateboard across america what now now the first thought is all right i guess that's kind of cool it's interesting thought second thought is why and third the third question is how and so those those were my questions for the majority of the interview i just wanted to i wanted to hear about that which you know I, I found that as we talked more and more and I realized this whole thing was about this one event in this person's life, it just wasn't, it wasn't hitting right. And, you know, they were also very, they were very coached. You know, mm. they mentioned that CNN had gotten a hold of them while they were partaking in this thing. And, and I just, and just every answer that I heard was just, it just sounded very rehearsed. And at one point mm. I asked and I said, you know, ha- have you had any, any media coaching, any coaching in terms of answering questions for, you know, for the media, for interviews, because it sounds like all of these things I'm asking you, you've already had the answers for them in the back of your mind and they're just kind of coming out now. Hmm. And I don't know, it's just like a weird sort of like defensive kind of, I mean, they were clearly prepared to talk about nothing other than this particular event. And I, you know, I don't know. So anyway, it's a long, it's a long way of saying, I find that, People like that who have like this one amazing accomplishment about themselves or, or the people that you think would be the most interesting sometimes have very little to say and are not very forthcoming. Normal people can talk for days and yep. it's fascinating. Yeah. And that's kind of why I like your show. And I, you know, I enjoy, you know, speaking to people for my show is that, you know, you, you like, for example, you and I, we've been talking about podcasts and stuff for almost 30 or just over 30 minutes now, you know, like that's just one thing, but there's so many little things in that. And then let's just say, you know, like if we decided to go on something totally different, I feel like you and I can go on something totally different for, you know, another 30 minutes or 15 minutes and then go on another thing. But there, there's so much value in being able to have such a genuine and raw and unscripted conversation with people because you get to truly learn who they are and i'm like i don't want to talk any crap about you know this transgender skateboarding person but it sounds like they kind of did everything and you already kind of said this but it sounds like they are they that they did something just to kind of say that they did it and that's it you know like who like 
for me personally. I, right. And that was another thing too, was I wanted to know why they did it because yeah. tr the transgender segment of our population has been marginalized for a very long time. So I would imagine that there's some, some idea of redemption in their mind, maybe that like they're doing this thing to show that like, there's more mm. to being transgender than just, what is portrayed in the media they wanted to like accomplish a thing i, I just never i just never got it i don't know yeah i i don't know because for me and this is just you know i'm not transgender you know I, i'm not very knowledgeable in that area but i feel like if you were someone who is transgender and you do something even if it is and i'll say silly because i don't know any other term for it i just see a skateboarding across america something like okay like you know good for you you know yeah, it's what, not a somber serious yeah, thing sure. yeah but i feel like someone who you know is transgender i feel like that they would want to talk about that topic more than just skateboarding across you, you see what i'm saying like i feel like there'd be right, so right, much right. more to talk about than just oh i skateboarded across america and i'm transgender boom there's your story haha ha, isn't that cool not you to would say think that it that would happened, be but... more multi-dimensional exactly yeah and, totally. yeah I, I totally. don't know. It, it, it's weird to me. It, so I'm, I'm curious because I, I don't know how you do things, but after you have a conversation and let's just say you end up not using this particular uh, conversation, do you let them know that you're not going to use it or do you just not do anything with it? I just don't. You know, this conversation is the only example of one that I haven't used. And oh, okay. I think that I don't know. I don't know if I would. I don't think that I would purposely tell them, "Hey, Allison, I'm not using it." You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I, either way, whether I use it for the show or not, I thank I thank these people for their time because it take it's a little bit of a time commitment to sit course, in yeah. front of your computer, or whatever, for an hour and talk to me. So I am appreciative of that. Whether it serves my purpose for my show or not, I don't know that that's their business. They'll know mm -hmm. it when they see it online. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think that's a, the right way to do it. Like, there's a few that I've done personally to where, and I feel so bad for these people. You could tell that they were either nervous or they either didn't care or whatever it was. But I can think of one person in particular. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. And that's it. That's all he would say. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, like, what do you do in your free time? Oh, I do this. And that, that's it. He wouldn't elaborate. And I'll be like, can you elaborate? And it was like that for an hour. And I was like, oh my goodness, man. Like, and, I, and were I you able to carry that on your back for an hour? For the most part, I felt like I did a pretty good job. I, I think towards the end, this person started to open up a little bit more and I got a little bit, you know, I think he got a little more comfortable or whatever the, whatever it was, he got that. And started to open up a little bit more and you know there was some laughs and stuff towards the end but the first like 30 minutes brother it was like oh my goodness agonizing it was like jamming forks in my eyes I was like what do i do yes that is <laughs> that is when you earn your paycheck yeah yeah <laughs> yep. it takes it, it it takes a lot it takes a lot to open somebody up who doesn't want to talk and you know and, yeah. and even in a situation like that i might ask them like you know like you seem nervous are you nervous to do this have you ever done this before you don't seem like you want to answer any questions why why you mm. know what i mean and yeah and, yeah. And, and and like even get into that into that el like element of them as a person like why you know like you signed up why are you so nervous to do this and I, more often than not i find that there's a reason why they're nervous and it's usually because it's their first time doing a podcast it's they're they've never talked to me before they don't know that they can hold a conversation on their own or about themselves for an hour and they're yeah. you know they think they're gonna 
pass out or flounder or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like asking them that though would do more harm than good? Because me personally, when I come across those people, I do my best just to try and be like happy and chipper and, you know, try and try and steer the conversation away. I don't feel like asking them, Hey, are you nervous? I don't know. That to me just seems, it, it seems different. Well, in my experience, it breaks the ice. Okay. I remember when I was in third grade, my first day of third grade, I was so stomach tumbling, vomiting, nervous. I, I, I was just so incredibly nervous. I was two years younger than everybody else. I skipped kindergarten and first grade. Wow. So I was six years old going into third grade. And I just remember being so nervous. And all the students in my elementary school would line up outside and meet their new teacher on the first day before everybody goes into the building. So I remember waiting in line and just being so nervous. My hands in my pockets were clammy. I'm sweating. I, I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I wish I could go home. Yeah. And I remember our, our teacher came out and the first words she said to us were, is everybody here as nervous as I am? Whoa. And I went, Oh, and I never forgot that emotional release that feeling of like oh my god i'm on the same page as this person it's okay to be nervous so when i ask somebody that in an interview more often than not that is the reaction it's like okay we could talk about the nerves now this is a nerve-wracking thing yeah. and then you know an another element of it is being able to identify with the person that you're talking to are you nervous i would be nervous too i remember when when this happened when that happened you know humans and and this is another thing that i feel like i've learned from doing a show like this humans thrive on those similar experiences if i went through something in my life and you tell me about something you went through that's very similar to that i will take solace in that because i'm not alone do you know what i mean yeah no i i i get what you're saying um i guess i've just always looked at it as i'm the kind of person to where if i was asked hey are you nervous you know like do you are you okay you know like that to me would just make me more nervous like it maybe it would break the ice i guess i'm not too sure because it hasn't happened in a while you know when you get older and you know you're you start to change you know and your brain starts to you know i don't want to say rework itself but you know it starts to change and stuff yeah I, I guess i just haven't had that been asked to me recently but i feel like given the person that i am and who i know that i am i feel like i would almost maybe close up a little bit more you know you know what i mean i think some people would i think it also has a lot to do with the tone you know i i, yeah, I would yeah, say true, that true. i don't i don't ask them the way i said it in this conversation like, hey are you nervous like that's <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that's creepy that's that's yeah. something you say while you're hiding behind an ice cream truck Yikes. um no no <laughs> you know no 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 i you know so the most recent example of this i can remember i i talked to somebody who yes yeah, seemed very uh nervous about doing this thing so what i said was you seem nervous i'd like to explore that if i could hmm. and and that and that and that just opened it up and 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 maybe to a person like you that doesn't that the that sounds equally uninviting or or you know or daunting but I've found that people like to talk about those feelings. And I would also say that it isn't very common that somebody is that bone tinglingly nervous to talk to me. True. Yeah. I mean, you have to have some sort of balls of steel, if you will, uh, to, you know, yeah. fill out the form and be like, you know, I'm going to chat with this random guy for an hour. Like this sounds kind of fun, but like, I'm also kind of nervous. Uh, right. And, and I'm dealing with this phenomenon now where it used to be people sign up because they want to prove to themselves that they have people skills. They want mm. to be on a podcast for the first time. Now I'm getting people who signed up because they heard the show. 
that to me is amazing. Like, Absolutely oh, I heard cool. it. And I want to do it too. Like, that is incredible. Even to hear people like you who like heard the show and like, I could do that too. That's inspiring to me. That's incredible. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, you, you do a really good job at, at what you do. I just wish my stupid app would upload so I can actually listen. <laughs> There's only so many backlogged episodes, which is also super weird. Hear me out. I want, I want to say this again and kind of go back to it. Uh, like I said, sometimes it updates and sometimes it unupdates. There was like an like a whole year section that wasn't updated, but it was updated on Spotify. It was so weird. It sounds like you might need a new app, Daniel. Yeah, I know. I think I'm going to go to Spotify now. So. <laughs> yeah, go to Spotify. They they upload my stuff like the minute it goes up. Oh, that's so nice. Spotify that's... is Spotify the goat, man. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I'm kind of curious as to, and, and you don't have to give a name, and this doesn't have to be the best, but I'm kind of curious. Do you have any conversations that really stick out with you that, you know, you might remember something someone said, and you're like, man, I think about that maybe not constantly, but, you know, somewhat frequently? You know, as funny as it might sound, I think about all of my conversations, each mm. one in a different way. There is something cool about each of the conversations that I've had for this show. So I think about, I wonder if I could think of any really good examples. Well, I think about the first one I ever did. I talked to this girl who lived on the other side of the city I live in, in Lancaster, in Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Um, she was the first one to ever sign up. And I remember being so incredibly nervous to do this show. <laughs> I didn't know if that concept would work, but it did. We talked for like an hour 45. Wow. She at one point told me she feels like she's known me forever. And that was the moment I realized that, okay, maybe this will work week in, week out. Maybe this isn't just a one-off thing. Maybe I can make a series out of this. Yeah. Years later, I'm managing a hotel. I'm hiring a housekeeper who's the first one to come in for an interview. This girl. No so, way. Like, the, world, the world works in amazing ways. So she ended up what? working for me as a housekeeper at a hotel I was managing for a good six months or so. That is so um, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's, 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 it's incredible. I think about the first episode I did uh, during the pandemic. I talked to a girl named Cece who was working as a cab driver in Las Vegas, and she was looking to do creative stuff as well. She was into music and she was into. And I remember that's the only time I ever uh, substituted my theme song for something that she composed herself. And I remember just how excited she was when I told her and said, hey, listen, send me your music. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll play it over the credits. And she was just like over the moon about it. Wow. Um, I think about a bee researcher that I talked to from Montana and I was actually sitting in the park down the street from my house for this one. Cause it was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And so if you listen to that episode, you could hear all the birds and wind and stuff in the background. The whole thing ended up being bee questions. I was so fascinated by, mm. by what she did for a living. Um, every conversation has some little moment that like, and I even sometimes realize it in the middle of the conversation. And I'm, I'm glad that I, I don't have my video on for these because, you know, <laughs> I, 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 because I react like I, it's like a, the, every conversation has a fist pump moment yeah. where it's like, yes, like that's, there it is. Like, that's the hook. That's the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And it feels like more of an accomplishment to me because it wasn't set up to be that way. This naturally happened. Mm. Yeah. You know? the, yeah. No, I, I totally get what you mean. Like there's some that I think about, like, of course, you know, there are some people that I've spoken to and, you know, I actually still keep in contact with uh, with some people, uh, not for any particular reason, not to say that like they were better than other people, but just because I felt, you know, that like we just connected, you know, better than others. Um, 
you know, and there's some people that I can still remember some of the things that they said to me as like it was playing through my headphones. You know, like there was one episode that I did with this um, this lady. She's an author um, and she is uh, she has cerebral palsy. And so she can't walk, you know, like her lower, the lower part of a, excuse me, the lower part of her body just doesn't work, you know, like her feet just don't work. And this was from birth. And I actually built up the courage to ask her the question, Hey, you know, like, I understand that this might come out as a little, you know, maybe brash or, you know, maybe a little bit of disrespect, uh, disrespectful, but I don't mean it that way. You know, I'm just kind of curious because I don't get to talk to people, you know, like you, um, but what is something that like you wish you could experience, but you know that you might not ever be able to experience because you know you're in a wheelchair and she sat there for a second she's like you know one of the things that i wish i could hear would be the sound of my own footsteps and i was like whoa man like oh that kind of stuff you take for granted yeah yeah that's exactly. an incredible answer but let's explore that for a second exactly. so you asked me a few you asked me a few minutes ago about me asking if a person was nervous if that would close them up now you don't think that you you hit upon an incredibly lucky case that she wasn't upset about that question. Do you think anybody else might have been a little self-conscious about that? Exactly. And I, I didn't ask this at the beginning. This was something that I asked for the end after, you know, we built a little rapport and everything. And, you know, she, she, uh, you know, said consistently over and over, Hey, you know, like, I'm okay. Like, if you want to ask me about things, please, you know, like I'm an open book, you know, like it's super great to talk about this. And, uh, you know, like she went into some of the, um, I almost said research, but that's the wrong word. Charity work that she tries to do to to help raise awareness for um, cerebral for kids that are suffering from cerebral palsy. There we go. That's like a tongue twister for me. I can never say it. But cerebral um, palsy. Yeah, it, it's just cerebral like, palsy. Yeah, yeah it's like, that's a... it sticks in the back of your throat a little bit. I don't know for me it does, but um, you know the report that we had. The more I hear about cerebral palsy, the less I like. Yeah, yeah, I know it. (laughs) It sucks, dude. It's it's not. It's it's such a weird disease, and like I looked it up and everything. I was like, man, that sucks. But you know, she was just so kind and so open. I was like, hey, you know, like if I asked you something like this, would you be offended or would that be okay? And she'd be like, yeah, of course. You know, like I, if anything, I just want to spread awareness. You know, I want to spread knowledge to people. I was like, man, that's what I'm after. You know, just conversations like that. But I, I agree with what you're saying. She was probably super nervous because I even told her when I emailed her, I was like, hey, you know, just so you know, I might ask a couple questions that might be a little too much. And if I do at the time, just let me know if it's too much. I'd be more than happy to skip over. And she's like, no, I'm an open book. I was like, sick, dude, let's go. That's that's how you do it. That's so how open you do books it. are the best. Can I ask if this woman was from the UK by any chance? She was. Okay, I had an interview scheduled with her like eight months ago, and my power went out the oh, night I was no. supposed to talk to her, and I never got a hold of her. Like I, I emailed her back, but we just lost touch. I'm glad she was able to be on a podcast. I, 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 yeah. I was hoping it would be mine, but just one of those weird circumstances. Yeah, we we had a big thunderstorm that night, and we lost power. Oof. I couldn't get to her until like 2 a.m. Everything came back on. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I- so I, I, I want to ask you about the radio show just a little bit. I understand that you're cutting ties and stuff, but I, <laughs> I'm i not very knowledgeable in any of this stuff. You know, I, I, I talk Me to neither. people. Me neither, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to people for an hour and then I put it in a, a, a Adobe Audition and put it up on the internet. That's what I do. But like, how, right. do you come a, how do you come across trying to get onto a show? Like, how did you yourself maybe reach out to someone or did someone reach out to you? And then how did you like, you know, put the pieces together to, to make this show at this time slot? Well, my show is part of the Apocalypse Podcast Network. So it's a group of a lot of comedians, entertainers, and, and me. Um, they're mostly based in New York City, and it's a collection of podcasts all looking to achieve the same thing, get their voices out there and entertain and be heard. Um, the 
the leader of our group, her name is Joanna Van Tyne. She let me know that a radio station in New York called Radio Free Brooklyn was uh, open to submissions for new programming. They were specifically looking for podcasts that would fit their general aesthetic, whatever they thought that was. So, you know, on a whim, I filled out the form and I said, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. Everybody seems to really like it. The people that I talk to feel, uh, you know, um, well, you know, affirmed by this yeah. experience. Yeah. They're, you know, they're having fun. They're talking to me. They're telling me things that they've never told their closest friends that, you know, th I think that there's something here and I think you'll enjoy it. So they listened to it that weekend. And about a week later, they got back to me and said, we'd love to have you on. Um, and then, you know, I learned about the process and my process when it comes to editing and finishing the thing is pretty much the same as yours. Um, except I have a Dropbox that is connected to their computer at the station. So I drop my show off 24 hours before before it airs and it's and, and it goes on and then um, there's a five day exclusivity period where for every episode that airs on a Monday, I cannot upload it to my website or my streaming platforms until Saturday. So I have to mm -hmm. wait those five days, um, which isn't a big deal. I used to I would usually release stuff on a weekend anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I got involved with the station. And, you know, cool. I should clarify that nothing that I've said about cutting ties with them is a reflection on them as a whole. Radio Free Brooklyn does a fantastic job. They have incredible shows. They play uh, an unbelievable variety of music that you wouldn't hear on a mainstream station, which anything you won't hear in a mainstream station, I think, is good for broadcasting as a whole. Um, it just, after a while, didn't fit with what I was doing. And so I'm excited to get back to doing the kind of show Daniel likes. No ads, no yeah, editing. Yeah, there we that, go. Man. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so nice to not have that break. I mean, of course, there are some shows to where, like, I listen to, you know, some bigger company shows, uh, higher production, there we go, shows to where, you know, they have to say, all right, it's break time, you know, we need to pay the bills. Like, I understand that you just kind of skip through them, or at least I do. But it's nice to have just that continuous, continuous flow, excuse me. And then, you know, you hit the end, and you're like, wait, that's the end? It's over? I like that. Because right. you, you can just keep following. There's no, hey, you know, have you tried out, you know, hello, Tushy or whatever the ad is, you know, you know, like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it, it's nice to have that continuous flow, at least for me, it helps me to concentrate more without having that weird break. Now, I can't guarantee I won't find another sponsor. My hey, sponsors I, have been people. So the two sponsors that I have, um, and I won't mention them here, but I, I'll just mention that one of them is my brother. And the other one is a girl I went to college with years ago who now has her own business. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm excited to be able to use this platform to amplify what my friends are doing. You know, I feel like yeah. we're sort of in the same fight, we're, you know, working to to build this thing on our own. So I, I can't guarantee I won't have another sponsor <laughs> who might be like a little commercial in the middle, but point taken and I agreed with because I hate editing my show. And yeah. I'm excited to get back to like big misshapen hour, 15 minute, 31 second long episodes. This is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. And like I say, you know, ads are ads, you know, like sometimes you have to do it. I get that. It's just, you know, for, for the selfish me, I like the whole thing just kind of given to me. Like if you need ads at the beginning or end, at least it's at the beginning or the end so I can skip it. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, but no, I, I totally understand, you know, like I, I love having the the chats with people to where like there are some to where i'll end it at 50 minutes because it's like i literally don't know what else to talk about and you know we're kind of getting to that point and then there's there's one that i talked with a uh um <laughs> i won't say his name and i won't say what he does but he's like a professional runner 
but I won't, I won't say anything else just for sake of anonymity. But, um, I talked with him for almost two hours and I posted the whole thing and it was so good. I could have kept going, but then I saw the time and I was like, I'm getting hungry. I should probably go. But having that freedom of being able to upload, you know, like you said, the, the hour and 27 minute, 46 second, you know, episode, like that's nice. I enjoyed that. And, and I, you know, what I used to like as well, um, I'm realizing more and more how much I agree with you that I, I, I really don't like editing the damn thing. Um, one, one of the things I liked about like my catalog, you know how you can scroll through and see, you know, all 30 episodes and see the runtime of each one, even the runtime of each one tells you something about that person. Exactly. Were they interested in having the conversation? How forthcoming were they? How engaged were they with the conversation itself? Did they ask me stuff? You can gather that just from how long the episode is. And I was fascinated by that statistic. They, they, they've all been 59 minutes for the past six months. So yeah. I'm excited to get out of that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm excited for you. Like I said, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe when I actually go to Spotify and I can actually start listening again, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be cool to see, you know, what you do. And maybe, you know, you'll change up your format a little bit and kind of put a little Christian spin on it, you know, make it a little bit more yours and not so much the the radios uh, thing. And like, I'm excited for you. You know, that's such a big step. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best in that for sure. And you as well. Listen, you're doing a good job with this format, man. And, Thanks. you know, if you do it the right way, it brings you personal benefit it brings you uh just all kinds of positive things in your life i mean being able to talk to somebody honestly learn about them learn about yourself um that's the goal of this kind of thing and it seems like you're experiencing that so yeah man keep rocking yeah yeah super fun so i'm gonna ask you one more thing actually i'm gonna ask you two things one of them is just quickly something to say so actually you know whatever i'm gonna go for it so i talked or i talked i spoke with a gentleman from south africa yesterday and I said at the end, hey, I'm going to start doing something. Would you be able to say in your native language, thank you for listening to Across the Pond? Because what I want to do is I want to kind of do that thing to where you get, you know, a bunch of people to say it and you get little clips of people saying, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then at the end, it's like, thank you for listening to Across the Pond. You know, like I'm going to do something like that. So uh, would you be able to say thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond like right now? I sure can. Thank hey, you. my name is Christian Carrion. I'm going to hold on one second. Hey, my name is Christian Carey, and thank you for listening to this episode of Stranger... I'm sorry, of, of Across the Pond. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I kind of got you there. I was wondering if you were going to do it. You did really well. Thank you. Thank Th- you. Thank you. This has been fun. Yeah, but there's one more thing that I want to ask, and this is something that I love to ask everyone because... I have no money. I'm sorry. Uh, dang it. All right. Well, it's okay. fun. <laughs> <laughs> What's no. up? What's up? So... I ask this of everyone that comes on the show because kind of like what you and I said, you know, like we just like talking to people and we like to, you know, learn them, and, you know, just understand, you know, there's, there's so many reasons to do this show, but learning is one of the things that I love doing. So what would be like a piece of advice or like a, you know, a, a memo or a, I don't know, a quote or something that you've kind of held on to throughout your life that you would like to pass on to someone? There's a part of a prayer that used to hang in my house when I was young and hangs in our house now. I'm not a specifically religious or or spiritual person. I have my beliefs um, and I'm I'm strong in those. But there's a a piece of a prayer that says, um, listen to everyone, even to the dull and the ignorant, for they too have their story. Mm. And I feel like that principle has guided a huge percentage of the interactions I've had in my life, um, in my adult life. And I think it's something to live by. I mean, 
if you could hear everybody's story, how many of your opinions, how many of your biases would change? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. Um, I, I don't want to add on to that because I actually really like how you said that. That's good. That's really solid. Well, Christian, thanks so much for doing this. You know, I, I'm glad to have you on my show. You know, I'm you know, like I said earlier. Uh, it, OK, so this is funny. I have to say this because I was actually thinking about it today. So I was on your show in October, right? Or November or something like that. Or like we, November, that, then it aired in December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it aired on Christmas Day. I spoke with a gentleman on a different podcast in October, and that episode aired on Christmas Day. So you can say I'm Jesus. But okay. <laughs> uh, it was just kind of cool to think about that. But, you know, I, I was so happy to go on yours. And when I was done, I was like, man, that was fun. I enjoyed that. So I, I'm thankful, you know, and, and uh, ecstatic to have you on mine. And I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoy this for a little bit. And uh, I, I wish you the best with your podcast. Do you want to shout that out and anything else you want to shout out real quick? Of course, let me first let you know that I am appreciative of everything you're doing and thank you for uh, contributing some honest media to the world. I think it's awesome and I think you're doing a great job with it and I, I wish you. you the best as well. Thank you. Um, Stranger Than Christian, available every Saturday morning um, on all major streaming platforms. Stranger Than Hold on one second, I had a burp. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get yeah, that. Here we go. Uh, Stranger Than Christian, every Saturday morning, all the major streaming platforms, StrangerThanChristian.com, uh, Patreon.com slash StrangerThanChristian, Twitter at StrangerThanC, and you can find me on Facebook. Um, and I respond to every email, every message I get. So don't be shy. Sweet. Awesome. Can, would you mind emailing all those in one thing so I can just copy paste them in the notes when this goes live? I will. I'm also recording my audio in Audacity, so I will send you that as well. I, uh, you don't have to do that. That's totally fine. I'm able to kind of go through it and everything, uh, because oh, okay. Yeah. No worries. I do appreciate that though. Since I never said anything, I do appreciate that. That's very well, kind of you. Well, I'm just going to turn this damn thing off. That's <laughs> Whatever. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks again, Christian, for doing this. Like I said, I, I had a good time. This was fun to, to, uh, speak with you again, uh, and to kind of throw some ideas around. I hope that, you know, some of the stuff I said about your podcast and, you know, kind of editing, maybe it helped you. Maybe it didn't, but I hope it did. Uh, well, I, I think the conversation in general helps and I wish you the best of luck uh, with your podcast, with work, stay safe, you and your family um, and and good job, man. Oh, thanks. You too. I hope you enjoy Absolutely. the rest of your week and everything. And uh, yeah, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. You're you're doing a killer job. Like I said, I really do enjoy your stuff. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. Muchas gracias por escucharnos el podcast de Across the Pond. Vielen Dank, dass du Across the Pond angehört hast heute Abend. Merci d'avoir écouté à cet épisode de Across the Pond. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stranger... I'm sorry, of, of Across the Pond. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I kind of got you there. I was wondering if you were going to do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Across the Pond. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at KingServant. That's K-1-N-G-S-S-E-R-V-A-N-T. You can also find the audio version on YouTube. There's no video, just audio. You can type in the search bar across the pond. You'll find us with the picture of the lily pad. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Patreon. 
each tier has its own rewards, so please check that out if you want to throw some money my way, but please don't feel like you have to. I do this because I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't do this for money. If you know someone that would love to be on the show, go ahead and send them my email across the pond pod zero one at gmail.com. And that's it. That's all you got to do after that. I got to do all the hard work, but I would appreciate it if you could spread the word a little bit, tell your friends, tell your family, say, Hey, I found this really cool podcast that I think you'll like the host talks to people from all around the world about anything. Tune in next Sunday and every other Thursday for another awesome episode of Cross the Pond.